The City of Angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacker. Greetings, Los Angeles. Welcome to episode 295 of the Heart of LAFC podcast. For this episode, we're going to call it Biasos for very obvious reasons. Of course, if we're going to be dressing uh, dressing some clowns and calling people out, you got to have my boys in here going crazy. Uh, we got Bam on and we've got Slip back. I know the man, the myth, the legend is here and I am here as well. Uh, Tony is off doing important supporter things. Again, you will love and hug him when you see when that's all said and done. Uh, but he'll be back for sure the next episode. All love to you, Tony. Thanks for getting stuff done. Slip, how are you doing tonight, sir? You know, I'm at a mix of feelings. I'm upset about the loss, understanding of it, having a time of my life with Ricky Pooch on Twitter more than I should have. <laughs> but I've been off a couple of days, and I'm really excited for Leon. So, you know kind of reconciling my feelings and taking it off on poor people on Twitter. Well, it's funny. It turned into a bit of a duck hunt for you today, or at least this week, because that dude pops up with his nonsense, but some other people came up for air too. So it's been kind of a, a, a fun run this week, right? Yeah. He who, who, who uh, shall not be named yet came back out of the, you know, out of his cave and uh, he's just asking to end up on another t-shirt. I think every season I'm going to have like a different take from him. Dude. on a shirt on a robe on a jacket so you know at first i felt bad but uh now it's just you know screw it man he's back for more he's like... <laughs> becoming very 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 weird now <laughs> yeah yeah the fun part is is said individual considers himself a journalist of some sort which is which is even more entertaining um but yeah we'll get into it as we go on this because that was pretty entertaining uh bam how are you doing sir welcome back to the show we are happy you're on the right side of things i'm doing all right it's got a little bit of cough too so if i mute myself unexpectedly i'm just coughing my lungs up but COVID sucks it's still around and jesus christ it sucks <laughs> having experienced it uh no doubt about that uh it's it's pure evil so uh, we're just, again, your recovery so far is impressive because it's taken a lot longer for a lot of other people, including myself, to get back from this. So uh, thank you, sir, for being a trooper and getting on, especially in a in an episode like this one where we got to deal with some Debbie Downer stuff as well as some optimistic things. But, yeah, this is one that you got to go hard on and, and you're right into it, dude. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. Like if, you, if you're sick, you know, it takes a lot for me to not come on the podcast. Like I've been on here with just a cold and all that. It's fine. But yeah i just i as you saw when i jumped in before we went you guys went live last couple of shows i just wasn't feeling it i was still in bed i couldn't get out of bed so thank you to you tony araceli for holding the fort down while i was off sick dude we're again grateful to have you back man i know we were a little worried there dude because it seemed a little a little heavier than we thought it would be for you but you're back and and again bravery there we go. Uh, Slip, I know you've you've had to deal with some of this stuff too, but um, you're good, right? I've had it four times. Uh, so at this point, <laughs> if I hit the fifth one, I think I'm they're going to take my blood and use me as, you know, like the, the guinea pig for experimenting and seeing how they can finally resolve this and find a bunch of other stuff in my blood. But <laughs> So you're the reason why they keep making new shots. You're the guy. Got yeah, it. basically. 
<laughs> I'm every, I'm every, I'm like a combo of every variant at this point. I'm oh the Bruno gosh. of COVID. <laughs> Toxic hot takes and uh, and COVID. There COVID probably COVID probably has me on a T-shirt at this point. Right. <laughs> now we're gonna make a T-shirt of this. Uh, man, yeah, dude, it, it's been wild. It's been a wild few days. Um, I know y'all saw the, the 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 pooge nonsense that came about, and I will say this to Chiellini, thank you, sir, um, for 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 getting into it with this dude and, and calling him out for for his clown behavior because it it did a, a couple things. One, called him out directly, and it, it it kind of creates a little bit of animosity before the next match which we definitely need. It also allowed the uh, the boys themselves who had to suffer through that match to, to get a little bit of a, um, a respite from, from negativity, uh, right? Because we're dealing with this conversation rather than what exactly happened and transpired on the day. And it kind of gave an out to our FO as well, let's be honest, um, in, in what's happening. And, you know, you can debate it all you want, and we could debate all night about it, about the lineup situation, but, it's a little bit sus, man. I, I, I'm not going to lie. Um, you know, promoting a match, promoting a rivalry, having it at the big stadium, charging the full prices. And at the end of the day, it's an LAFC two match. Things don't quite add up. I get why. But in my footballing heart, it breaks kind of all the rules, right? It's just not natural. You don't do this against a rival and you don't charge your loyal fan base full rate for a half rate side i'll say it just like that because it's true it's our reserve side i look at you bam you're ready to interact on this thing um thoughts man on on again going with a half rank lineup and and the way it all played out um start off with saying with the game being on galazzo it meant that it wasn't available legally here in australia so even trying to find an illegal stream i couldn't come across it they got that stuff down in lockdown um thankfully i didn't have to watch the second half and that's what i understand was the biggest problem hearing from everyone was the second half was the substitutions all that the first mm -hmm. half we did all right um did see that we saved the penalty in the first half so that was a good sign for me what really frustrated me was knowing that we have no games this weekend why yeah. didn't we mm -hmm. it, look if we, if we were playing this weekend i understand completely yeah yeah but the or not, but because there's no games this weekend, why didn't we put in a more full strength side than what we did? Right. I mean, we know we're thin at the back, and we get that you need to have reserves back there. We know we're comfortable with reserves and goalkeeping. We know we don't want to risk Buanga and Vela. Those are kind of the obvious ones, right? We could still do all that and protect all that and still build a better midfield, right? still builds a few extra pieces to get us across the line, especially in that second half, but it was an outright, no, nah, we're just going to run the kids. That was it. Um, yeah, it just, it, again, it just doesn't feel right. Right, Slip? Yeah, you know, I, I don't want to come in and, and be that, uh, oh, I see both sides guy, but I'm going to be that guy for a second. I, I, I see both, you know, um, as a supporter, I am pretty upset there was just this feeling of sour like bitterness when they, when they got the second one in and knowing that this, this match could have been held in Fullerton uh, capped the prices at around $40. But unfortunately, you know, the U S soccer Federation, we're that team. Now we're on our way to being uh, one of the greatest MLS sides. 
uh, the league has ever seen. And of course, they're going to want to capitalize on it. So that's an, that's a whole other story, you know, writing us for the clout, writing us for our image. I mean, who doesn't want a Galaxy LAFC confrontation? We're going to have like six of them this season. Uh, that being said, hey, it happened, and we all kind of had a feeling it was going to happen. We were going to field a weaker team. These these clubs have been playing against us like it's a World Cup final. They've been going in hard. They've been putting our players through the ringer physically. And as, as angry and upset as I am as a supporter, as a fan, you know, Real Madrid wouldn't field a B team against Barcelona in a Copa del Rey midweek match, no matter how busy their schedule was. They'd be scandalized. Uh, the media would have a field day with them if they did that. And we did. I understand that we are not, you know, we're not in the league. We're not overseas. This is, after all, U.S. soccer and the schedules and the mechanisms are kind of, uh, oh, not kind of, way different. Uh, but that's another conversation for another time. I I'm trying to reconcile my feelings. I'm not that mad. Uh, at the time, you know, I'm mad at myself. I came in straight from Vegas. I had I come in from EDC, Las Vegas. I jumped out of the car and literally got there at kickoff so i'm starting to think if this was what i, what I was going to walk into i would have had two more days out in vegas you know sipping on a mojito poolside because the weather obviously wasn't helping either it was cloudy it was sad it was cold coming from 100 degrees you know it, it was a little odd yeah man I, i'm with you dude it, was, it took some sacrifice to get to this midweek match you know my my soccer team had its awards banquet that night we had planned it for a long time right Got out at seven, had to drive halfway across town to get to the game. Got in about 15 minutes late. It was also my anniversary. I got a reprieve for this match. You know how that works, guys. Married Congrats. folks out there. Um, but I got a reprieve. And so these are things where I could be anywhere else but here right now. But for the sake of the rivalry, because I respect the rivalry, right? My family respects the rivalry. So they were cool with it because, hey, you got to go hard, man. got to get these guys. I guess we were the only ones that did slip. Right, we got, we got catfished. Yeah, yeah, the old bait and switch. That's what it felt like. Especially getting, you know, think about it, right? Twenty something bucks for a supporter ticket, nearly forty bucks for parking if you're going to park close. Fifty bucks for beer. Fifty bucks for beer, and to see a team that that could have been at Fullerton for for next to nothing. Yeah, I, know, I, it's I, I didn't even get the five dollar beers. I got the right at kickoff, so. I'm over here paying full price. <laughs> Same here, man. Same here. See, 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 this is nothing I don't get, right? Is It's a cup game. These are the games that should be taken to the local grounds, taken to the community, given back to the community and all that. Like what My biggest pet hate in the US Open Cup, and I've said it to many people many times, is if an MLS team plays a usl or below team the mls team should travel don't care yeah yeah they should be the team that tra travels straight away like over here in australia we got the australia cup it used to be the football federation australia cup now they call it the australian cup if an a-league team gets drawn against a non-a-league team the a-league team must travel they're going to suburbia grounds they're going to grounds that are fit two thousand people they're lucky $10, $20 entry at the gate. They got the Slovakis going. They've got the um, $5 beers. It's standing room only. Um, you're standing right behind the goals on the fence, literally two meters away from, from the players, hurling abuse. So you can They can hear you better. You can hear them and all that kind of stuff. It, it, it's, it's great. 
And yeah. these are the games where that's what they should do there. Your MLS, you've got the money, you can fly, go. Right. Well, if US soccer is willing to spend the money, they're not willing to pay for a full time coach right now. So, I mean, are you are you are you surprised? Yeah, I I really think uh, the MLS is going to work hard to kind of dilute the meaningness of this tournament as much as they can. I mean, don't be surprised if like next year we're playing five different other tournaments like the Budweiser. We can qualify for them, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the the just um. Uh, I think the importance of the tournament is definitely being diluted by the league. They don't want any part in this anymore, but uh, you know, tradition is tradition. And uh, the supporters are very loud about that. You know, you, you know, like Bam said, there has been, where was it? Was it the Columbus game where the train was running in the middle of the match uh, <laughs> at the ground and all that stuff? Like, it, it, yeah, you know, visiting these stadiums I mean, Monterey Bay looked really interesting as well. Um, mm-hmm. They had quite well, the turnout. So, like you look at last year, Sacramento Republic, they had the fair going on in the background. Yeah. Stuff yeah. like that. That is what you love about the cup. It's the magic of the cup. It's- and then here's the, the, the forceful FA Cup comparison where, yeah, you see that stuff in the FA Cup. I remember Tottenham uh, playing that one team where, uh, the, you know, it's like 5,000 uh, capacity at the stadium. And everybody's like, oh, my God, it's, you know, Harry Kane's like literally right in front of us. He's playing in the equivalent of like a high school ground. Yeah. 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 And, and and that one game would have been the whole budget of income for the whole season. So they'd be able to pay the players a bit more. The, spot, the sponsorship they could get for that game just be beautiful. And that is what makes the lower level leagues grow and get players that are get better that way and go up through the ranks. So they would say the magic of the U.S. Open Cup. It could be, right? It could be. But we all know how this works. It's about the money. It will always be about the money. Now, if you incentivize it properly and pay, right, a proper a proper prize, a proper place in a tournament, like legitimately back it, MLS teams will care, right? Because now there's 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 more involved. Or they have somewhere where they can make some type of marketing out of it. But again, it's still poor. You, you know where we're and, going with this. This is a yeah. conversation that we're probably never going to win. Oh, yes. Because money. <laughs> money. It's always come back to the same thing. Money. Which they took ours without question. Right? I, I always go back to that because it's like, man, if we had to take it serious, you should have taken it serious. But this is where we're at. So, yeah, that that's that's that. Now, to the football side of it, the logical side, we all know why this happened. Right? It's about the roster. It's about protecting things. It's getting ready to make history next week, potentially. But let's be real. Now you put all your eggs in one basket. Am I wrong in this? Right? You you threw this tournament away. You really aren't going to care that much about the League's Cup. It's there. It's going to happen. Everything's about this Champions League final. So if you don't perform after tanking at home to your arch rival... Dude, I, there's going to be some hard questions to ask. Oh, no, no, no. He definitely put, you know, uh, a, a noose around his neck with this. Like, yeah, yeah. that, when we were down 2 0 and, and the subs came in, and it's like, all right, that's when it's like, all right, you know, I, I put on Twitter, you know, he's throwing the game. He, you know, he doesn't care about the game. All right, that's fair. But you better hope to God that you win the CONCACAF Champions League uh, after this because we look at this. If we don't, and it's going to be even more embarrassing than it already was. Well, I wouldn't say embarrassing, more disappointing. There was some, speaking of uh, receipts, 
someone on Instagram, I, I think they tagged uh, Sin Filtro on it, saying, uh, oh, this is embarrassing. I think they might have been on the piss. But uh, this is embarrassing. <laughs> if we don't win the CONCACAF Champions League, Shrondolo should turn in resignation. I wouldn't go that way either. I mean, <laughs> let's, not, let's not get too, too hard. That's why I probably assume they were on a good one. But it, it is pretty disappointing. It will be pretty disappointing if we don't take this. Because, uh, yeah. I mean, why? Why else? You know, we yeah. didn't have a game for a whole week. Uh, unless, you know, from the get-go, you weren't going to pay any attention to this tournament to begin with. I can't find another reason. Yeah, I mean, you're willing to take it. Again, you're willing to take an L at home against your arch rival. Just something only so twice in our history has ever happened. Okay. All right. Get the job done. Was it? Was this the first time it happened with people, right? Yes. It's the first time yeah. with people. <laughs> Sorry, I, I didn't want to be that. Ooh, it was in yeah. the bubble kind of guy, but no, it was. It was a bubble match with an illegal player. You want to throw that out there too? Oh no, no, that too. Oh, they had their yeah. all stars over there. Well, I mean, yeah, they, they yeah. had him on Tuesday too. But right, they had an on loan DP. So it is what it is. This was the first one where it could have been what it was. But hey, we move on. Now let's talk about the match itself because there were some admirable things about it. Um, stuff that, that I think are highly encouraging from what we saw substitutions is another story, but let's go to it. Uh, we play the galaxy. Yes. We lose two nothing, both goals in the second half, but the first half was our story. Legitimately our story. Uh, we gave it to these guys. They didn't know what to expect because of who we were fielding on this thing. Uh, and it was, it was rather fascinating uh, in goal. Of, co of course, is Yakupovich, the, the hero of the day against Monterey Bay FC. Uh, we have Rosales and Dolan Meyer as your center backs. Right. And I, I knew Dolan Meyer would eventually get this right. You, you just know where he's at. Uh, Gaines is your right back. Romero as your left back. Crucistomo is anchoring your midfield with Duenas and Bogush. Right. We've talked about Bogush being a midfielder. Well, there it is. And then you had Ordas, Buke, and Apoku up top. Yeah, that's our that's our, our roster for this thing. Again, how many minutes have these guys all played together? As opposed to the Galaxy, who've played several games because their lineup seems to always look pretty much almost the same, right? Not a lot of changes. But for us, it's a it's a shuffled lineup against a Galaxy team that's desperate. Yeah. Slip. You want to add in on they that? were uh, the youth, though. They were mopping uh, Casares and Caligari all over the yeah. place. It, it, yeah. it was relentless. And it, if it wasn't for Klinsman, I'm not going to lie to you, we would have been up 3 0. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It should have been 3 1 halftime. And that's how three, good one the half went. Yeah. Oh, you know, and, and Eldon blocking the penalty uh, on uh, Ricky El Payaso Pooch as yeah. well. Uh, shout out to him. But I just think, you know, second half, these kids are young. Uh, they don't have that. Um, ability to you know handle the pressure of a match like that for, for that long um this is one of the situations where you know ideally you would have had three or four veterans come in at halftime and kind of you know finish it off you know play along with them carry them on this one but of course you know we didn't have any of them on the bench or even registered a few were out uh not even dressed taking my place in vegas uh to say the least uh so it, what happened happened and it, it wasn't a, a shock to any of us it was more disappointing yeah, and now looking at their lineup, it's pretty funny though, right? Because if you look at the lineup, they have Hernandez up top, Puj behind him, Edwards and Rodriguez, Brugman, Delgado, uh, Aud, Caceres, Zavaleta, 
Caligari and Klinsman is your only back. They brought which, their they brought their A squad. Is A squad. And and you can say, well, Klinsman's a backup. Well, I don't know about that because if you saw how Bond played the last two games, he's set to sit down anyway. They alternate. Yeah, because Bond stinks right now. He does. Exactly. Simple. He would have he would not have stopped these shots in the first half. He would have Okay, done so it. look look, look yeah. at that lineup though. You have Mexico's, you know, top scoring forward, World Cup veteran. Then you have Ricky Foot, Barca reject, who's won the Liga and whatever with everything he has. Watch you have Martin Mar- yeah. Cáceres, who uh, you know just came off of the World Cup playing, you know, with Uruguay. Mm-hmm. Uh plenty of players with experience yeah. struggling against LA, basically LAFC two. Yeah, it was incredible to see. It was I was all there for the banter. If they would have held it, it would have been legendary banter. But you know, obviously, we weren't. Well, in Steve's eyes, we didn't care about this. And for a side that wasn't caring, those first forty-five minutes were gold. No, those players cared. See, that's the thing. Our boys cared. They're playing right? for the crest. They're young men. They've grown. Most of them in this lineup, the young guy, they grew up with this team. They bleed these colors. Heck of a lot more than the coaching staff does. Sorry, but that's the truth, right? So it's going to be a fight for it. Now, at the highlights, let's just throw the highlights out there. Of course, the two big ones, the 49th minute goal. Uh, basically, Tyler Boyd does what he does best. He did it to us when the A-Boys were playing too. A left-footed shot from distance. This time, go to the right side of the box, to the left corner, right? Crossing away. Uh, assisted by Delgado. What a shock there, but we've seen this from Boyd before. 52nd minute, Pooj scores, uh, right foot a shot, left side, six-yard box in. I still think that play was a foul because we had a player that was set to clear it, and he got fouled from behind uh, and could not clear it. He was taken out of the play. I know, it, you know, pro uh, is going to do pro things, but there could have been a call on that. It didn't happen, but, it, you know, in truth, 49-52, as close as those were, again, a young side got bloodied once. They're still trying to find themselves by the time the 52nd minute comes around. I, I think one meant two, right? And then, of course, then they found themselves settled in. Okay, let's go for this thing. Um, still throughout the second half, we were still getting opportunities. There were still chances to steal one back. There were a few chances for them, but we still had the opportunity to to do something here, um, even with the substitutions. And when they when they rolled out the the youth team for warm ups, I know both you and I are, our shoulders kind of sank at that. When I mean, we saw the warm up, we're like, yeah, okay. Um, and then that many going out, yeah, we we knew it was happening here. But still, credit to the boys that did go out there; they still put in the fight. And that, that to me is, is the takeaway. I think for most of us is, hey, man, they, they, they still put in the fight. Um, it, you know, crazy thing is we barely seeded possession in this game at 40%, 47%, right? Barely seeded possession. We actually had more total shots, but again, was one less accurate. More shots than Carson A, right? um fouls dude they they hacked us this game 19 fouls i mean we saw the physicality which is why we were concerned about the game in the first place again they were treating it as a rivalry they were treating it as a rivalry um and they should and they should so you'll credit you want to credit carson for one thing they did treat it properly right running it out there uh but our boys still put up a fight exactly and that's the biggest thing is these kids and they are kids they showed passion and desire to want to play for 
for this club and for for the fans. Yeah, that's what they showed. Mm-hmm. Where Carson took this a lot more seriously to put the A side out because this is the only thing that they are going to be able to win this year. Yeah, let, yeah. Let's, let's be honest. Let's be honest. They're not going to win anything but this. And if they that won't means win this that... either. <laughs> they won't win this either. They're just waiting for that one MLS side that throws their A team on. They're 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 done. It's over. Yeah, yeah. But that that being said, though, at, at least this has given um, Klein a couple more weeks in the job. There you go. Among other yeah. things, yeah. I will say, I think Ricky Pooch's celebration, the classless celebration for 32 52, is just a testament as how frustrated the kids had him and the supporters had him. The guy was uh, misses the penalty, we gets it blocked excellently by Elden. Uh, he, he can't make it past these kids, you know. He, he's looking for it the whole time, you know, for those 50 minutes until he actually scored. You can tell the guy was frustrated, you know, he tried covering it up during uh during the interview that oh the fan base can be very disrespectful it's like no dude you were getting suffocated by 18 19 year olds you were getting outplayed you were getting shut down you couldn't do anything the supporters were all against you you were getting clowned on of course you're gonna have the sort of reaction and judged harshly according to it because it is what it is he was a clown um but, but you know with players like that there's a reason why he is where he is at his age right now um I think it's Slotan try to give Vela that kind of uh, flack when, you know, the rivalry is coming up. He's like, oh, I'm here, you know, as an old man, he's here in his prime, which I disagree with. Vela's prime was a little earlier than that. But, yeah. okay, oh, yeah. using their own using their own God as as an example. I mean, look at Ricky Puig over here celebrating. You know, he went from winning La Liga with Barca to n- literally no manager wanting him there, tending up here and celebrating against LAFC too, like if it was a – Last-minute winner against Madrid in the Champions League final. So, uh, dude, showing the shirt against Academy kids. Yeah, and like, it's a testament. As a we had him frustrated. Yeah, well, I mean, he's the boss of MLS Next, man. He'll be the greatest player to ever play in MLS Next. You know, I put that out there. I'm like, it seems like Carson found their form. It's against MLS Next, and they found their level. Yeah, they found their level. This is your level. You're the champs of, of MLS next, if you want to field it there. Um, and Pooj, yeah, I, I, I love what Chiellini did. Again, I'll go back to it a million times over. I think it was the right move. And apparently a lot more was going on in those tunnels before that audio clip. So I guess you did lay into him pretty good for the sake of our boys. Um, but, yeah, I, I just think it's hilarious. And that's why we call it Biasos, is how they're, they're going to try to milk this game. Right as as their turnaround as this, as the moment they found themselves, um, and see how they're they're a serious side because see we could take out our rivals um, in a cup match. You did, but it was really LAFC too, and everybody knows this. Anybody knows it. They question what our our choices. I get that. I've said it already. I question the choices. I'm too competitive for these sort of things. But at the same time, if that's what you're going to hang your hat on, I can't wait to play you in July. I cannot wait for our boys to to take some corrective action uh, in July and remind them of who they are and who we are and go at it. I'm going to go out on a limb here because sometimes when I do, well, you know, the last time I did on here, uh, when I went off about Bawanga and saying he was going to be MVP and he was going to have a breakout season, I think it's been uh turning out to be pretty accurate uh so i'll say this you know fourth of july we're gonna get we're gonna come in there we're gonna the rose bowl as the reigning mls cup and Concacaf champions league champions and that's what's gonna be beautiful 
Uh, I think <laughs> yeah. we're going to walk in there with all the confidence in the world. And they're going to see it's like, no, no. Now you are facing Big Brother. Now, now this is LAFC. Uh, the narrative is always going to be there, though. Yeah, we beat them. You know, F them kids, what they were saying on, on socials and whatever. But, you know, what I find funny is that a lot of those guys that now are using the winning is winning argument. doesn't matter if you feel with your kids. It's, uh, but you see it's like, oh, uh, you know, Carson fan, Clippers fan, uh, Angels fan. Oh, the Lakers and the, and the Dodgers won it in the bubble. It doesn't count. I'm like, well, you, you're, you're using that argument now, but then you just beat a bunch of kids and it all of a sudden counts. So it, the, the hypocrisy and everything, it's, it's so many stupid takes. I was off this whole week because I had just come uh, a full week of work. Uh, so I was having more fun than I should have calling all that stuff out. And to great success, I think a lot of people were backing it. So I had yeah. the time of my life this week. No, I, I knew you would. Um, you know, I knew you'd get over it pretty quickly under the circumstances, but I knew that at that point you're going to defend it. That's what we do. Um, and again, it, it was, it was the easiest fishing I've ever seen. It, it's kind of like you were at a trout farm, just waiting, waiting for the hook to get pulled. Um, yeah, you just let it, let it lie there, you know? And it was funny as a player for us, let that, that hook out and we all just get the pull because it was easy. It was almost too easy. Uh, but boy, we enjoy every one of those easy catches, right? I mean, it, it's just fun to watch them uh, flail, right? The dying animal mind, mindset um, because they are flailing. They're trying to find anything they can. Uh, I get it. Um, that It doesn't go away. It's the thing. Their problems do not go away. They could talk about us a million years. Their problems are still here today. It didn't change this week. It's still no. the same team right bam exactly it's still the same team and just to throw more fire on them at the moment is reading what i've been reading today on twitter about what's happening at the next home game it's just even even worse what's happening man you got you got you got to share it now so this week coming up is the lgbtq match so pride night all that kind of stuff too from what i've been reading is that they've got transphobic people being the hosts of the game they're paying them twenty five thousand dollars for these three people to host the game and celebrate pride night but the people that have been caught out in the past with being transphobic that, that if that's not if that's not a casting thing to do i don't know what is oh man now i i gotta read more on this this is bizarre so they, they've they've stepped in it that's what they've done oh yeah my they're God. like the they're like the friend who like you know Tries to make you dinner to make up for things and ends up burning your house down, you know, <laughs> uh, burning your house down, trying to make you the dinner. But hey, I was going to bring up a quick point. I think yeah. we keep Carson relevant. I mean, they, 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 they are the, you know, the, the most winning uh, MLS title team in the in, in the league. But I mean, look at DC United. They're the second biggest one. And literally nobody cares about DC United. Nobody's around there to keep them relevant. They've been in, you know, in the mud. For so long. And if it wasn't for LAFC being around, really, Galaxy would be in that same position right now. I'm like, all right, old man. Yeah, we get it. You won it back then and since 96, whatever. All right. Time for time for your nap. Um, so if it wasn't for us, man, you know, these guys would be washed. These guys would be forgotten about. And they hang on to us for relevancy. They have to count on us to keep them relevant. Because all they talk about, LAFC, 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 LAFC. Oh, yeah. And as much as, you know, we're talking about them here because we play them, but after – 
we really don't. I've never been a fan of the whole, you know, putting your rival's name on on your shirt or whatever. So I I rarely, you know, talk about them outside of outside of you know the week that we play them or leading up to playing them. But uh, we're on their mind twenty four seven. Yeah, I mean, I we've talked about this off air, and 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 I've told you like. To me, the greatest thing ever for them would be to rebrand and lo- relocate or simply disappear. Like that, that's where my I'm always going to be at, having dealt with their supporters in a lot of funny ways, as Slip knows too. I have no love for them. I have no care for them. If I never saw them again, I wouldn't feel anything. I wouldn't because I have my team. I have my world. I have my friends. I don't need them. But they need us. They need us to talk about. They need us to stay relevant. They need the results. They need it. We don't. You saw how the club treated it. They know that there's, we get nothing out of a victory that night outside of moving forward in a tournament, but it's nothing that's going to boost our ratings. It's nothing that's going to move the needle. It doesn't. Doing well in this rivalry, it's nice to win. We definitely need to win, right? Because, again, it, it, it's still the local rival, but it's not life and death in terms of our club's existence anymore. We've moved on to bigger and better things because they've made themselves irrelevant with their decisions. What do you, what do you do if you wake up in the morning and it's like MLS announces uh, the Los Angeles galaxy has been moved to San Diego. Uh, uh, probably contact this. Jerry and hope there's new ownership so he can work with them. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, really moving on. Uh, it, if, if anything, it will be Galaxy moving to Las Vegas. Yeah, if I'm anything, I mean, I think what we would do is we just we we we'd place their gear and their photos next to Chivas USA, Tampa Bay Mutiny, and Miami Fusion, and went hmm, okay. It's a footnote. Moving on, like <laughs> we've we've got our world now, you know. Um, which brings us to the next thing, of course, um, the CCL. Uh, but before we're going to get into the CCL, we're definitely going to cover some community news. And we haven't heard from you guys yet today. Uh, so definitely let's do that now. Let's see what everybody's up to. I can't wait for the comments from all of you. Uh, let's jump into it. Jibble is in the mix. Uh, Daniel Hill says, I know this isn't how it, really how it works, but I'd like to give my three stars of the match. Um, let's go. And I like where he's at on this. Check this out, guys. And you are right, Danielle, for doing this. And shame on us for not saying it beforehand. So here we go. Is number three, Marcus and AC uh, for what they gave to the culture. I've got some stories, guys. Those guys are amazing. Um, Keelini and Gaines for putting Pooj in his place. Uh, Bam for making it back on the pod. I like your three stars without a doubt on that. Well said, Daniel. Um, yeah, let, let's talk about that. We talked about Bam. We love you, Bam. Courage all the way, man, coming on here. Uh, gutsy, dude. Good on you. Healing and Gaines, I think we covered them rather well, right? They, they, they got all those dudes up, and, and there it is. But let's talk about Marcus and uh, AC. You know, huh? um, if you've seen the artwork of AC, you know, right? Every every poster, every everything you saw, the video games, the movies, like the that all that artwork, the vibe, definitely AC, right? And for Marcus traveled with us from day one has been the storyteller of the club the builder of the culture with what he has said and done and photographed the timing okay one of our Dortmund guys right when we went on this crazy road trip uh the reason our kits look as good as they do 
is Marcus. He's the man. Like, you, you have to understand the aesthetic. We got a logo and had to move off that logo, right? You had to create something. And that's where Marcus would always come in with the right moves, right? He took his chances on things, right? We've got some jerseys that are like, that's a little different, but it is different. And that's why you got to give him credit, right? Something unique, something new. And Marcus has always been able to provide that. So when you're talking about LAFC culture, his fingerprints are always going to be here. And, and for that, we're, we're forever thankful, forever grateful. He's been on the show with us too. Um, you know, I gave him a big hug at the stadium after that match. Um, and I know, uh, he's going to be, he's going to be traveling. He's moving out of country for a project, uh, with his family. I mean, taking big risks, right. Doing what you got to do in this world. Uh, but even though he's traveled halfway across the world, you know, he's going to be here every week with us. He will definitely be in contact and we'll see him at the games again. He can't stay away for too long. Again, it's in his blood, just like ours. Um, and, and again, he just, he defines so much of what we are and what we do. Um, do you guys want to add anything slip? You want to jump in? Yeah. Uh -oh. You know, uh, AC is a, a, a close personal friend and, uh, yeah. you know, to see his, uh, his, his progress, um, he, me and him, you know, first season, he would travel from the Bay Area down to matches, and I'd be traveling from Vegas down to matches. So we would, you know, coincide with that a lot, you know, taking buses and all that, coming down here. So he put in a lot of sacrifice. And, you know, a few years later, uh, starts, you know, his designs for Expos and all that stuff. Uh, ends up getting him, you know, he ends up working for the club. And uh, it's just amazing stuff, man. And that's that's literally the, uh, the epitome of, of, you know, never stopping the grind. Uh, he, he proved that it's, it's funny because, um, someone took like a picture of us together at the Dortmund game, uh, five years ago. And, uh, it was just like, dude, look at how far you've come, you know, forget about me. It's like, dude, you've, you've, you've kind of, you were manifesting it. You kept going at it. Marcus, I had the chance to play with him against, uh, Iron Maiden when we had that, uh, that friendly, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, with, with Max Bredos and a, and a couple of other people from the 3252 and LAFC staff. So that was an interesting moment. Uh, it's kind of making fun of him for missing a couple of uh, sitters. <laughs> um, but hey, you know, uh, talking about that match, man, uh, I, I'm still, I'm still pissed because they asked us not to bring any pros or to bring any, you know, people who really knew how to play football. And these guys have been playing together for like 10, 15 years. It's all Iron Maiden, their, their crew, their roadies. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. yo, what the hell? You guys are really good. Oh yeah, and this this is a thing they do though. Like wherever yeah. they travel, like they get in games, you know, and and it's yeah. tradition. So we yeah. had Marcus up top. We had uh, me in the middle. Uh, Chia Mayor was playing too. Uh, Bretos, uh, Benchi, I think Pat was there as well. There's mm -hmm. a lot of people, and uh, it's a testament as you know. Uh, speaking on that, uh, football is a business, and people are going to come and go. You are going to make relationships. You're going to make friendships, but ultimately people are going to, you know, go on and pursue their dreams. And, you know, maybe 10 years from now, we're going to look back at this uh, and where we're going to be. Uh, yeah. You never know, because even, you know, with the, with the personal endeavors with podcasts and everything, you never know what takes off or where someone, you know, is going to end up at. So yeah, man, it's, it's sentimental. You know, you, uh, mm -hmm. you give people their hugs and then, you know, you move on. We, we've met a lot of people, from day one uh with this community 
that are either no longer here because they just gave up on the club that are still here doing their thing. They're still grinding it out. still supporting LAFC aren't even about LAFC anymore. You know, the, I, I follow a lot of people on Instagram that initially I thought they were about LAFC and now it's like, Hey man, why am I still following you? <laughs> what happened here? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Me, sure. Use me for land development over here, but yeah, <laughs> it's, it, it's what it is. It's, 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 it's the circle of life, the circle of footy. Yeah, whatever happened to that one dude that was acting like he was signing for the team? I, I'll just let it go. Oh, that one um, guy, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one guy, that one guy. But no, nah, you're right, man. And and honestly, both of them are moving on because you, you've got to develop in life. You've got to challenge yourself. You've got to get to the next, right? And uh, so that's what they're doing. And again, families are involved and, and you got to do what's best for them. And so we fully support them. Again, we will net we, we will be forever changed for the right reasons because guys like them put in the time to work for this club. Right? That you know, the love was there. And and so uh again, thank you, gentlemen, for all that you do. No doubt about it. Thank you, Danielle, for, for bringing it up. Awesome guys. Yeah, for uh hello trash man in the mix. See you on here, Jibble in the mix. Welcome back, sir. Uh ooh, Dave Gomez says, Welcome, Terug Bam. <laughs> we've got dave also saying uh the lads showed up carson is a bunch of clowns right actually a loss became a win because of their treatment funny uh it says a galaxy fan this is from trash can again uh it says the galaxy fans just so annoying but this loss just shows me how desperate the galaxy are oh yeah yeah they're, they're on the on the edge there um, he says we're on top of the table. The galaxy had a bad first half with a high school with high schoolers. They're lucky that we didn't score in the first half because they had a real chance losing to LAFC too. Yeah, I mean, credit to Cleansman on some of those saves. They're pretty wild at, at the time. Um, Dave again putting it in perspective, he says CCL, baby. That's what it's about. That's what it's about. And I'll, uh, uh we'll just, be there for the first leg. Yeah, are you going? Yeah, yeah, there it is. There it is, man. Keep us posted. When, when are you heading out? Tuesday. Tuesday. I know a lot of guys are heading out Sunday. Uh, I was originally going to head out, but it didn't. It didn't work out for me this year. Um, I know what I know. I'm missing. I'm missing a road match. I I get it, guys. It's weird. It's just weird. It feels weird, but that's that's how it is. Uh, you know, life, man. Uh, let's right. see. Jibble. How dare you? How dare you have a life? How dare you have a life and a career and, and, and a family and yeah. <laughs> Let the young guys win this thing for us. That's how it works. Carry us forward, all of you. Uh Jibble says we need a TIFO uh of the blue lock. How does it feel to be the clown of my story, manga uh panel? It's too good to pass up. <laughs> blue lock, man. I got I gotta catch up on blue lock. That's for sure. Uh, Hinchada the LASC says on to bigger and better things. CCL was more important. We can win this U.S. Cup next year. I mean, honestly, the U.S. Cup has become kind of like the NIT in basketball. The guys that make the run are the guys that aren't going to be in the big show. That, that's what it's become. We all know this already. It's nice to, you know, go for everything and make it happen, but I know we get it. We get it. It's kind of like the you do this when the others aren't going to happen. You make the push. Dave says expat life is good, man. I can't blame you. I have a feeling at one point in my life, I will be considered an expat. These guys up here know what I'm talking about. I won't go too in depth about that, but uh, hey, man, you got to live, dude. And there's a lot of nicer places, I ain't going to lie, uh, to retire. 
So that's way down the line. So definitely not that. Florida. Not dude. Yeah, I'm not gonna go there, man. I could talk for an hour, but <laughs> let Florida do Florida things. We're California. We do our things, and thank God we represent Los Angeles. <laughs> All right, guys, I think that's it for the comments for now. Definitely add some more as we continue on the show. We've got a few more things to cover, and then we'll get back into a little bit of talk about Leon because there is stuff to talk about Leon. It's not going to be the full match preview. We're going to save that for, for down the line and, and as we get closer to the match. But we'll still give you an update as to what everybody's doing. All right, let's jump into it. Let's get to community news. Um, the big things to talk about for community news uh, is, is global dip. Let's be honest, Global, global Diplomatic um, doing their thing in Leon again. They did it the first time we went there. They're doing it again. Um, this is their third international away to event, as, as those of you that went to Costa Rica know. Uh, they did amazing work in Costa Rica. I'm going to read it just as the poster says from Global Diplomatic. It says, we return to where it all began. Once again, uh, we will be helping uh, Casa Ogar San Antonio. They house 30 children that are without family support. Our goal is to, to take them to their second soccer game. We are collecting donations to provide them gifts and needed supplies for the orphanage. The event will be Tuesday, May 30th at the Casa Hogar San Antonio, 2 o'clock. So if you are in town, please go to it. Uh, I know I talked to Jonathan about it. He went, he did what he did there. Um it will definitely change you. So if you're in town, definitely do your best to go there if you can. Um, it's 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 important. And it was cool to see the kids at the game when we went the last time. Um, and again, shout out to Global Diplomatic for keeping this up. Um, now, what they're looking for, this is kind of cool right here. Uh, basically, they say they need your help. Uh, if you send donations, I believe for $10, you get an LAFC hat. 20 you get a scarf. Um $50 donation. I'm talking about a jersey. Am I seeing that right? Yeah, I am. Um, and $100 supplies for a birthday party. That's what this thing says. On May 30th, so we'll be visiting Casa Hogar, San Antonio, and Leon, Mexico. We'll be throwing a birthday party to all children in honor of LAC facing Leon in the CONCACAF final. Goals to provide black and gold love, enjoying the beautiful game. So I think of their donations to give on these cases. I think I'm reading that right. Um, so definitely they're going to need the donations to actually supply for the center. That's what's going on guys. Um, you can vend with them at global Diplo. Uh, so at G L O B A L D I P L O or Zell at 909-829-8716. If you have questions, definitely check our social media. The rest of 3252 individual groups will probably be bringing this up as well. Again, this is being run by global diplomatic. Definitely support them to the best of your ability. Um, that is what we're going on. In terms of addresses, again, reach out to us. We can share the address to you as well um, for the event. But they definitely need the donations, guys. The other big thing in the community, uh, this is looking pretty darn impressive. And if you aren't traveling to Leon, definitely you might want to check this out, among other watch parties. But this is this is kind of special. Um, there is a CONCACAF Champions League's final watch party at the Fox Theater in Pomona. Pretty massive. So May 31st, family-friendly food and drinks is being hosted by Empire Boy, Crew, uh, Pomona Casuals, District 9 Ultras, uh, Vebo, and uh, Inland Elements. So six different groups involved to get this thing put together at Fox Theater. Those of you who grew up in the Empire know Fox Theater rather well because we've all seen many, many concerts at the Fox Theater. I think the last one I went to was... 
flogging Molly uh, <laughs> at the Fox. Uh, yeah, it's pretty big deal that we got this space uh, and these groups got this space rented out for the watch party. Pretty impressive. Uh, I I think Slip's got something to say about this, man. Fire in, man. It's it's crazy. You know, it's like down the street for us. But uh, yeah. I um, the last year I went there was a. Uh, very fortunate to see Tame Impala already like not oh, not yeah. not growing Tame Impala but like already peaked Tame Impala there they were playing an in-between show for Coachella and uh, that was yeah. uh, that was amazing I got to see Interpol there a couple of years ago too but uh this is really nostalgic and I would have been there if, if I wasn't going to be in loan because uh there was a, a, a time where uh, the Fox Theater was actually going to go out of business you know struggling mm-hmm. it was pretty decrepit and uh they they would actually host um watch parties for for boxing matches uh that's what they were doing i think it was hispanic ownership back then that would just charge like five bucks to go watch fights there and you know count on beer sales and the place looked like it was falling apart and and it got brought back to its uh it's gorgeous it got brought it got you know brought back up to all of its beauty uh mm-hmm. it looks a lot more modern now so that's that's gonna be an incredible watch party if you, if you can make that if you're in the ie or hell, even if you're not in the IE and just don't have anywhere to watch it yet, any any solid plans, I would definitely check that out. Uh, get them some numbers because that that is an incredible experience. And also get there early. There's a Juan Pollo down the street, which I live and in, in, in dive by. I love uh-huh. Juan Pollo so much. Here's the deal. If you're down there and it's like the Arch District part of Pomona, stay there. Um, yeah. it, it, it's, it's really cool right there. A couple blocks either way, you're in Pomona um all good love pomona i do grew up out here um but you just gotta know it's really cool in that pocket i know glass house is a little down the way yeah just stay there yeah stay in there um there's a lot of cool things to do there outside of the location uh but it is a killer location i just my memories of flagging molly dave dave king started in the middle of the show started like ragging on me multiple times because i had a saint Pauli shirt on and it just you fixate he fixated on the show and it became a thing it was like a running joke for the show, but yeah, um, good times, good good memories, right? Slip, good memories at the Fox. The Theater. best. So let's have some more good memories and get you know get what we need done in, in Leon, and so everybody there can lose their minds. Be a nice a nice memory of the Fox Theater. So, hey, shout out to all the groups making it happen. All good things. Of course, we do have our LAFC update as well. Oh, before I do that, I do want to say, uh, thirty two fifty two membership is still open jump in make it happen as you see there's now new merch coming out you can't pre-order for these things unless you guys have your memberships right because you need a budget um so please 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 if you haven't got your membership yet please do so if you identify with any of the groups please register under those groups as well not only do you help those groups you help yourself especially if you're trying to get away day tickets and all that stuff by being a part of one of the supporter groups it helps it definitely helps um, and, it, and it allows for us to do amazing TIFOs, um, outstanding TIFO. I mean, we've had a good history of TIFO so far. It's only going to get better. Trust me on that. Uh, and we can't make that happen without you guys. So do it. All right. Uh, LAFC 2 updates. Bam, have you seen a score so far? They're playing as we speak, or they just finished up, right? They finished just before we went live. And unfortunately, the game finished 1-1, and we lost 3-1 on penalties. You know... We going looks like that the LFC two can only win penalties in US Open Cups. They can't win them in the next pro, but um we had a own goal in the fifty first minute by Dolomai to give Tacoma Defiant the lead. And then oh, Torres okay. scored in the eighty first minute 
So you take it 1-1, and then obviously 3-1 uh, plus some penalties. So there's that. The next game, I did see that it has been moved. We're supposed to play um, Houston on June 4th. It's now going to be June 3rd at 7 p.m. Okay. So it's coming coming up quick. I mean, it's tough. I mean, they had two games this week, right? Yep. Uh, short short notice, two games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did the obvious, right? Um, yeah. I mean, real talk. They had two games, especially Dolan Meyer. Poor guy, man. He had a good game, too. Rough break there. All right. I'm going to throw this over to Bam again because he has the finest choice for the Black and Gold Vinyl Club Minute. So, sir, you have the floor. Uh, this week, it's a bit of a somber black and gold vinyl minute. Um, we're going with Tina Turner. Uh, unfortunately, she did pass away this week um, in her home in Switzerland. Growing up, I listened to a lot of her music. Um, one thing that I still find very, very weird is that Australia is the only place that I know of that actually has a dance that we do at school discos, all that kind of stuff, to the song Nutbush. There is a, there is a dance to the nutbush that we do here in Australia. So after the episode, go jump on YouTube, go Australian nutbush dance. It's a bit of a line dance. I think the 3252 would love to do it during the um, <laughs> tailgates one time, but it's to me, it's right down the path of the 3052, the nutbush. You know, she's got a great catalog of songs. Um, but yeah, so this week, it's got to be Tina Turner. There it is. There it is. Well said. And yes, rest in peace to Tina Turner. Amazing career, tough life, ultimate turnaround, right? Uh, definitely the story of resilience uh, in her life. And uh, yeah, uh, definitely the, the songbook is, is absolutely amazing. So definitely revisit uh, the, the career of Tina Turner, her music. Pretty amazing. Pretty amazing stuff. Good choice, sir. Well done. All right, let's throw it into it. We're going to give you a little bit of an update on the CCL as we approach. Is this our big preview? No, there's some big announcements coming up probably in the next day or so um, about something pretty wild, pretty historic in terms of the pod fam. Uh, and so I don't want to mess it up. I don't want to tip it. I'm just going to say keep your eyes and ears open on social media. It's coming down. There'll be a proper preview. Uh, we'll just give you a little bit of a an appetizer we'll say that fair enough right right bam appetizer yeah so yeah all yeah. right it, it, it's mm -hmm. especially mm, i'm gonna say monday something <laughs> big is gonna drop well something might drop on monday but you never know on sunday so um we'll just we'll just leave it at that and and let it be for sure for sure all right so let's get into it uh leg one ccl I know we're here. We're already here. If you think we're excited, imagine being Leon, who's been off for over a month, uh, how they're feeling about it. But basically Wednesday, 7 p.m. kickoff time local here. That's going to be a late night for you, uh, a slip. <laughs> Leon uh, will be kicking it off against Leon. Uh, definitely going to be back at the Estadio Leon. Uh, they call it, They like to call it the new camp there. I know how unique. Um Old stadium, running water is optional. Uh, those who went last time know this. Uh, it's it's pretty wild how how things work. I hope for the price they're charging this year, they're actually going to provide <laughs> provide you know running water or at least bottles or something. Um, 
Belt's optional, though. Fair warning on that if you're going. Probably can't wear a belt. It's old school, man. Uh, it's on. It's happening now. For Leon going into this match, a uh, pretty wild run of show so far. Uh, they have been on ice, right, man? Yeah. Um, they obviously beat Tigris um, in the CCL and at home to make it for, for the playoffs. But they did lose to San Luis in the playoffs, which... I'll throw over Slippy for that. He's got more intel on that game. So the, the the common thought here, and it was kind of obvious. They, I don't want to say you know teams throw games, but they checked out. They pulled an LAFC like we did in the U.S. Open Cup. It's clear that they didn't care about the Liga Mekis tournament. They knew the oversaturation of matches and who they were going to face if they went into the bracket because. Uh, you know, they beat Tigres, and they didn't just beat Tigres. They dominated yeah. the hell out of Tigres, who now is the Liga MX finalist. Uh, they're doing the second leg on Sunday. If you watch that first game that they played in Monterrey, Leon dominated. It's because mm-hmm. they didn't capitalize on their chances that they ended up taking it. You know, the Tigres goes on the counter, which is they're really good at, and uh, takes them out. But, you know, they, they proved their dominance in that second leg. And making Tigres look like Leon did – in those two matches is no small feats. Now, if you watch the match against San Luis, you know, Leon is up three minutes in, one nil, and then they just have the stupidest goal I've ever seen conceded. The it's defender true. literally gives it to the forward, and it's just a bizarre match. I really think mentally we're checked out. Uh, like I said, they pulled in us. They were, their, you know, their, uh, their chips are all in. For the CONCACAF Champions League, if you see the reaction in Leon, you see their social media, they are incredibly excited about bringing their first international title to the city. Everybody is talking about that. That hype is real. Uh, it's, I'm very thankful that we're closing out at home, but uh, I think that loss against San Luis is a red herring. I think we should be very careful. This team is not the Leon we faced in 2019. This is an entirely different animal. Uh, Larcamon, their manager, is a tactical genius. You know, he he did a, he had a good run with Puebla a couple of years ago, uh, with working with like bare minimum. And now that he's got the squad that he wanted out here, it is very very dangerous. Oh yeah, the fact that they've thrown us as favorites into this thing is dangerous. I'll, I'll say that it's a trap, guys. It really is. It's a trap. It's a trap. It's a trap. Uh, it, it is because I know they're on ice for a long time. And I think that's a risk on their end, right? Having that much time off. It's not like they're sitting watching games. They're, they're training. They're getting ready for this thing. They've, I bet you there's some closed door matches that have gone on that we don't know about. Why wouldn't there be? Why wouldn't there be? So they're, they're going to be ready for this. They're going to be ready for this. They're deep. You know how we're deep on subs. They're, they're deep on subs too. Um, I, I think, Ban- slip you can attest to this you know we're worried about our depth they're not worried about their depth at all are they no none whatsoever i mean they got joel campbell on the bench yeah joel campbell is a bench player for <laughs> you know the guy was playing with arsenal not too long ago was you know uh one of the uh one of the catalysts of that costa rica team in 2014 the world cup Still, you know, he still got it. He's still deadly. Um, like I said, they, they've got depth. We're worried about our depth. We need to play our best 11 and play them for what they are. Finals, international finals. 
Yeah. We're two matches away from you know being the Concacaf Champions League winners. Redemption for that uh for that one final we've already made. You know, oddly enough, it was against Tigres. Something against playing against feline teams. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I know. Uh, I, I'm I I'm nervous. I'm excited. I'm very respectful of the rival. I've already seen comments over here talking about, oh, let's get our club World Cup bookings in in order and sort that out. And it's like, no, no, no. It, this is this is going to be tough. It's so naive. I don't want to insult people, but 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 we're playing a Liga Mackey's team in a final. Okay, it is insanely naive to think that we're just going to walk in there and somehow take it from a team that's been around as long as they have, uh, as ready as they are, as insane as their fan base is i mean i don't think people understand how intertwined that fan base is throughout that city and how all eyes will be on those supporters when they're there and and i will caution all of you if you're going on this road trip and you throw up the hubris that we threw in costa rica outside of the stadium it will be a a very different treatment um and you're going to get a very different treatment as opposed to when we were there the last time Again, it's a cup final. You're not that weird thing that they were really intrigued about. Like, wow, look at them. That They know you now. You're not a surprise to them anymore. You're not a curious thing to check out. You're a rival now. You're an opponent. And you are standing in the way of their crowning achievement, as is ours. Different. It's going to be a different approach, nothing that we've ever seen before. I will be real. This is the most high state games game that our club has ever played without a doubt. And the most pressure field one. If you think Philly's tough, just get ready for Leon. Much better side than Philly will ever be. Uh, and so it's going to be a very different thing. Funny thing I noticed on their stats, they averaged last year in Liga Mekis 2.3 goals a game. Over two a game. It's the wild yeah. West with them, man. Um, yeah. and- we, we got to check out, we got to look out for Angel Mena, mm-hmm. who's deadly, deadly. You know, one of the best players Liga Mackey's has seen. Uh, Luis Montes, their captain, their, uh, you know, their their star player, like, you know, the guy from Leon has been through everything there. He's looking at, he's probably heading towards that phase in his career where we might say goodbye some, you know, sometime soon. And what better way than, you know, making that team that you came up with, uh, you know, CONCACAF Champions League winner, man. That's that, yeah. that would be like a perfect uh, phase, you know, phasing it into, you know, the, the backside of his career. You know, he's 37. Um, uh, who else? Um, Angel Mena, uh, the CEO in the back. Yeah. Um, yeah. The CEO is, you know, Colombian international. Uh, Rodolfo Cota, who um, was uh, uh, already a Liga MX. Uh, winner. He's a Mexican uh, national team, international uh, uh, player. When whenever Ochoa isn't on there, he's you know he's among the candidates to go up. Cota's a really good goalkeeper. He's also in that kind of the career too, though. You know they these guys have been together for quite a while. This Leon squad has been you know insane chemistry. There have been some you know minor modifications to it, but for the most part, you know they, they've they, they've been there. Some of the guys were there, you know, in 2019. They want, you know, payback against us. Oh, yeah. Oh, revenge is on their mind. There, There is no question revenge is on their mind. Um, I, you know, I look at them. 
talking about injuries, they only got two, Jose Rodriguez and Jose David Ramirez, who I don't even think those guys would register anyway at this point with what they're building. Um, you know, I look at, I again, looking at the stats, you know, Angel Mina, eight goals in 16 matches from what I'm reading here, right? Um, again, a goal every other game for yeah. these guys. Montez is their setup, man, from what I've seen. Ramos and Sosa as well. They're all over the place, man. I mean, again, the weapons are there. If we look at the lineups, you know, San Luis, they came out with a 4-4-2. Cota and goal, Frias and Barrero was their center backs. Right back was Moreno, left back Rodriguez. Uh, Romero and Angulo were your central mids with Mena and Hernandez as your outside mid. Up top was Alvarado and Davila. Which okay, you know it looks it looks strong, and again, options off the bench include Joel Campbell. It's not gonna be easy. It's gonna be tough. Yeah, da- Davila tough. Da- Davila is pretty uh, pretty deadly too. I do have to uh, point out Luis Montes is no longer with the team. I forgot about that. I was thinking about last yeah. season. Yeah, he's he, he was he was gone at the beginning of the year along with uh, another one of their players that uh, that, that ended up retiring. Uh, so, so there's that, but even then, you know, that's just a testament as, as to how much they have. Um, it, it's crazy. It's, yeah, I'm just it, looking it, at, the, at the roster again. It's like the, the, the insane amount of talent they have is pretty scary. Yeah. We're, 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 we're in a fight guys. There's no doubt. Nobody's crowning us anything. we got to go out and earn it. So I think we can definitely, uh, leave it at that. Uh, bam, your, your thoughts going into this thing. Are you concerned, sir? Oh, definitely. Like going into Leon, as you said, last time we went there, they were like, who is this team? Who are these people? These guys look like fun. Now it's because that was a, a first round game. Now it's yeah. a, this is it. This is for everything. The only people that should be booking flights to the Club World Cup are the LAFC and Le- and Leon fans, the ones that are Leon supporters in Liga MX and LFC fans in Navales. If they support both those teams, they're the only ones that are guaranteed a spot into the Club World Cup. If that's you, book your flight. Go, enjoy it. Have fun. I know two if, guys like that. Go, guys. Yeah. Have a good time. With it. <laughs> but if you're not a Leon fan and you're an LFC fan, I wouldn't be booking flights to the Club World Cup for the pure fact is we have to go there, play there first. If we can get out of this game 1-1, one, one, 2-2 draw, that's really, really good for us. Yeah. Well, expect goals either way. Again, yeah. they they average over two goals, but they also allow about a goal and a half a game. Yeah. Nearly two it, goals a game. They, this what, is how they play. It's going to be a shootout. No doubt. Yeah, 100% definitely, but if we can get out there with a score draw, preferably 2-2, mm-hmm. it would be really good for us coming back to play at the bank because we I know we can beat them at the bank. Is what we can we do in Lyon? That's the big question for me. Oh, this will be one of those matches where it is all about the home field advantage. Is it's how do you handle it? How do you handle the pressure? How do you handle how organized the supporters are going to be? It's a hostile environment. Those that went last time know how good their supporters are at 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 making noise, confusing the opposition. They were really really well timed in the chance. It was pretty impressive to see. Um, again, on top of you. That's what you're going to get when they come to our house. We're going to return the favor. That's for sure. I mean, we, we do what we do, right? But home field's going to tell the story here. Who can take advantage of it most? Who can handle the pressure of being on the road? 
Um, we know we know our game changers on our team. We know the guy is capable of it. It's the question to me. It's going to be the back line is going to be the story of this. If we can get healthy enough for this thing, we'll be fine. If we can't, questions, big questions. So that is my take on it. Again, we gave you guys a fine app at appetizers as this week moves along. You're going to hear some more stuff. We'll get more to you. Um, your thoughts, uh, slip final thoughts on this match before we move on to our, our closeout of the episode. Close them down. Uh, obviously close on Mena, close on their attack over in Leon. And if we can't close them down, then attack better than they can. <laughs> You know, uh, best uh, the best defense is attacking. So I hope that we get the best version of Vela. I know when he plays in Mexico, he's inspired. Uh, they're they're going to insult him. They're going to go for the juggler because of everything going on with you know him and the Mexican national team. So yeah. it, it might get a little personal for him. I hope he's able to use that as a motivator. I hope we get the Buanga we know and love. I think uh, we go out there with Buanga, Poku, and Vela. Uh, we have nothing to fear. If we get the best versions of these guys, then we will definitely win this. Uh, you know, uh, Sifu is going to be very key. You know, uh, the I hope the talk around him, you know, on his way out and all that stuff doesn't get to him. I know it's been affecting his form uh, for a couple of weeks now, and, you know, I don't blame him. He, he deserves everything he's he's out there looking for, but I think he's going to be very key in the midfield as well. Uh, Uchiki as well. I'm just – very nervous about what can happen, but uh, we'll be out there. You know, we'll, we'll be out there. We'll tag you guys on some stuff and we hope that we can get the result. And if we can't get a result, a draw would be wonderful. Right. I mean, if you take some, you take some goals on the road, that's fine. You did your job, you, you know, move on, survive, take it back home and do it. Um, well said. We can't wait to hear from you over there. I get the updates from you, man. I, I know it's going to be one hell of a journey, and it's going to be a very different journey for those heading out there. I've heard some other details in the lead-up. So um, follow directions. I think will be the greatest thing I could tell you guys is if you have instructions, follow them. Do not try to do things on your own and go try to change the world on your own. It ain't going to happen. That, that, for anyone watching right now, uh, when you travel with 3252, there's a degree of patience you have to have. Mm-hmm. You, if, I, I know – you want to get everything out of the way first and so on and so forth. But there's people, as people learn in Costa Rica, as people learn in the first Leon trip, if you're going to try and do things your way, if you're going to try to, you know, captain this out, you are not going to end up in our section. It's plain and simple. Uh, there are ordinances, there are processes that are made to facilitate this. You know, to, I think with Leon or Costa Rica, the tickets weren't even given out till the night before. So if you're that guy that I got to plan ahead, oh, I got to have everything in hand. I got to buy my own tickets, you know, and pay 200 bucks. Uh, on some sketchy third-party website, then by all means do so. Just don't expect to be sitting with the 3252 because if you want to jump the gun, uh, I've got some news for you, buddy. You are in for a shock. That's not how things work, uh, not just with us, but overall in, in, in football travel in general. If you're working with the club, they will sort you out. They will have the things. All they ask for is patience. Let's just say we're so used to living in the digital world. Welcome back to the analog world. Um, paper tickets, be here at a certain time, find your way, make it happen, follow the directions of the humans um, <laughs> and survive and get back home safe. Yeah, it, it's, it, it's not it's not the MLS where, you know, you have Orlando away where they're charging you thirty five dollars. Uh, sorry, not thirty. Yeah, but forty dollars is like the average away 
a price and their stadium is completely empty. It's not like you can buy a ticket for five bucks next to, you know, 3252 and just jump in. It's not like that over here. And honestly, Mexico kind of runs it like uh, when you do a Chelsea, you know, I've been to a Chelsea away game uh, in Europe. They do the same thing. Meet over here. Wear neutral colors. Uh, be here. Have your ID out. They're going to give you a paper ticket the night before. Uh, be respectful of the environment, so on and so forth. So a lot of people do need to, you know, patience is a virtue. And you can't talk your way out of things either. I, I will say this time and again, if they say there's a restriction, it's there for a reason. And you're usually getting it better than the other League of Mackey supporters because it's very common for no one to be allowed to travel. So you're kind of getting a special treatment in the first place. So be respectful. Understand that you're going to be surrounded by a bunch of cops in riot gear. Yeah, that too. Um, and then now you're in the real world. It's not Disneyland anymore, right? This is the real world of football. Respect it flow with it and come home safe follow the rules of the street i'm going to tell you that a million times over i can harp it forever all right before we close this thing out i see there's a couple comments i'm just going to jump on those since i see you guys on here let's see what we got uh jibble is excited cannot wait dave says leon is legit uh, but a battle for the ccl cup should be tough i'm so excited can't wait bring the zero dark 30 start time i'm ready yeah, for you, it's definitely O Dark 30. So, oof. And then Jose Bernal says, Hola, ready for Leon. Another traveler, folks. I know he's on his way too. So, um, going to be a lot of you guys. I've already seen the numbers. It's going to be pretty darn impressive by all you guys. Uh, again, do it best. And as we say, stay golden. We do mean it. You're, you're representing us over there. So, uh, ultimately, get home safe, make an impact, do it right. That's what we do. Good stuff, guys. Thank you for the comments. All right. As you know, at this point, this is that moment, right? We get to our final, final thoughts. Uh, I'm going to give this one over to Bam. He's back in the mix. He leads the show here. Uh, final thoughts, sir. Uh, final thoughts. Um, again, mental health. It's one thing that I can't keep driving. Um, while I was sick, thank you to Joseph and Tony for reaching out. Everyone in the chat for reaching out to me. Make sure I was okay. That helped me with mental health a lot, and I can't thank you guys enough. Um, remember, phone call can save a life. Call, text your friend, say, hey, what's going on? Let's go out. Let's go catch up. Let's go watch some local games, all that kind of stuff. Um, that's the main things. If you guys are still up and you don't know what to do for the rest of the night, there are some local games going on here in Australia that you can go watch on mpl.tv. I'll put that in the group chat there. Um, at the moment, you got... Danong Thunder, which are originally an Albanian side versus St. Albans Saints, which were uh, a Croatian side. So that's so you got some bit of rivalry there going at the moment. <laughs> and you've also got Bentley Greens playing Moreland, and Bentley has currently got a penalty at the moment right at half time. So some great games going on there. Jump onto that link, um, sign up, watch some of the local games. These are and these are the stadiums that. I would love to see LFC playing some days. It's rural local community stadiums. It's amazing. But the football conditions are actually pretty good. The grass is good. It's it's kind of uh amazing to see to see it. But uh yeah, and of course everybody eating on the sidelines and it's like the local like ethnic food. It it's pretty it's pretty fantastic, man. Good flashback, that's for sure. All right, I'm going to throw this over to uh, you, Slip. Uh final thoughts, my friend. 
Oh, glad to see Bam back and you're on the mend. Really uh, happy to hear that. So first and foremost. Uh, and secondly, you know, agreeing with the mental health thing, everybody phone call away. Uh, sometimes uh, in our support for the club, we uh, tend to neglect some things or forget about, you know, a couple of things in life. So it's it's always OK to take a break. You know, the team's always going to be there. Support's always going to be there. There are bigger things in life. I know it's coming from a guy who just lives off of football, but there are bigger things in life. Make sure to check on your mental health, physical health. Uh, kind of had had to do that reality check as well. And obviously excited for Leon. Uh, let's put the, the U.S. Open Cup debacle uh, in the back burner. Uh, we are now chasing our first international trophy, and uh, I'm, I'm excited. I, I didn't go, go to Leon last time, so this is definitely going to be a, a slip BFC experience. Uh, shout out to uh, my friend, my dear and beloved Bruno Oliveira, who just keeps making a clown out of himself coming out in defense of the galaxy. Now, I'm not really sure if this guy's a journalist or whatever, or he's just trying to be, you know, the uh, pot stirrer now, but he's going to end up on another t shirt. Mark my words. Uh, I can't figure out the end game with this guy. I think he just wants to be uh, on a t shirt at this point. I think I'm keeping him alive, keeping him relevant. But, uh, yeah, I know we were going to bring him up earlier. Um, and, and, you know, uh, just a shout-out to you guys for having me on. Uh, it's always a pleasure. I will have to say this may be the last time you see me on a pod because I'm I'm taking off. Um, I lost my ID in Vegas last week. Well, I was, well, my wallet was stolen. So I'm going out there with a temp ID. Uh, and, and, yeah, uh, we'll see how that goes. Cash is king, man. Cash is, yeah, yeah, cash is king. We'll see how that goes. So if I don't come back or if I'm, you know, join the pod next, you know, in a couple of months and you see like the Mexican backdrop, you know what happened there. But <laughs> all, all jokes aside, once again, thank you guys for having me. I'm beyond excited, beyond excited to make more tweets and memes and cash in the receipts if we do, when we do win the CCL. And I'm just going to go ahead and drop it like I dropped it last time. But Buanga, I believe – July 4th, we will go into the Rose Bowl as the reigning MLS Cup and CONCACAF Champions League uh, champions, and we will be at the top of the Western Conference. That's what I'll say. There, there it is. There it is. Slip has spoken. This is the way. Uh, <laughs> yes. Speaking of football, I just want to jump in. Are you guys waking up at 6.30 tomorrow morning? For a tournament? Probably. Yeah. You know what? I think I'm I'm actually going to make the drive down to L.A. Draw over in Santa Monica. They're having a, a Dortmund watch party. They've they've been there for most of the season. Uh, and have a lot of good friends that support Dortmund. It's a very important time for them. So uh, my thing is, I, you know, I don't want to show up there, you know, at 630 in the morning. And, you know, they, they do win the Bundesliga. And my entire Saturday just goes down the toilet. <laughs> Because these guys can drink. They, they they can drink. That's that's what I'm afraid of. The only reason why I wouldn't show up there is because I know I wouldn't be able to control myself with the celebrations with them. Uh, okay, so I'm just, again, I'll probably be up because Dortmund's going to do Dortmund things. They do Dortmund things. Um, so I'm saying there's a chance for Bayern still because Dortmund does Dortmund things. Um for the past decade, they do very dormant things. So we'll see what happens. I think, of course, advantage is theirs. They probably should take it. No doubt about that. Uh, but it's not a walk in the park. And I can guarantee Bayern's going to sh- come out on fire uh, tomorrow. Uh, and it will, it will definitely come down to the end, I think. Um, this is going to be a nail-biter. It's not going to be easy like you all think. 
Um, but again, uh, Byron has shown some cracks this year. They're in transition. There is no doubt about that. And if Dortmund takes advantage, congratulations to them. If they don't, I'm not going to be sad. So there you go. Um, we'll see how it, we'll see how it all plays itself out. But man, I know, I know. Yeah. I love Tuchel. I miss him dearly, but I don't, <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I, I, I thought the change was regrettable, um, to be honest. So there's that. We'll see what happens next year. If he's yeah. even going to be there, but, uh, I, I expect some other interesting moves by Byron in this off season. It'll, it'll be, it'll be, no matter what the results are, I, I think you're going to see some shakeups. So there is that, you know, not gonna, they're not going to stand pat. So the fun of the Bundesliga. Um, I didn't want to give a shout out to Tilo, who is actually there right now, um, getting ready for the game. He actually made the trek just in case his boys um, pull through and Dortmund gets the win. He is there for it. He was going to be, at, he is going to be at the stadium as far as I know. He's got his ticket secured, um, and he's taking like 14 people with him. So good on you, man. Um, again, I can't say I'm wishing you luck for very obvious reasons, but uh, uh, good on you for making the trek, man, for sure. Now, back to us, back to the uh, the actual local football. Uh, thank you guys for, again, tuning in late for one of these bad boys on an off night. I know this is not our normal night. Um, there's going to be a lot of eventful things in the next few days, of course, capped by a big match on Wednesday, uh, but definitely have fun with it. Those who are traveling, enjoy your trip, uh, enjoy the sights, but of course, keep your head on a swivel, be safe, be smart, be respectful to the locals. Uh, it is essential that you're respectful to the locals. Uh, don't do anything foolish. Straight up. Um, it is a great place to visit. Uh, Guanajuato is, is amazing, and I wish I could be there again with all of you. I won't be this time, uh, but I know you'll represent us well. And Slip, enjoy your journey, man. It's going to be fun. It really will. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll be documenting a lot of this stuff. It's, uh, it's the first international way day for me with LAFC, so expect oh. some, some twists and turns. There's going to be a lot of fun stuff. Don't worry. I'll make you feel like if you were actually there with me. There you go. There you go. And uh, a Vancouver Wings is pretty good. I'll just say that. You're like, what? Yeah, it's good stuff. All right. You'll see. You'll see. Um, all right, guys. Uh, for the rest of you again, thank you guys for doing what you do. It is time for us to call it that final word. You know how it goes. I will start with you, Bam. Uh, final word. Stay golden. Slip. Stay golden. And for me, to all of you, stay golden, Los Angeles. For listening to the heart of LAFC. Make sure to leave us a rating and review on iTunes or Stitcher. Shoulder to shoulder, the black and gold is taking over.